This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode, which is entitled, I Feel You. Sounds a little bit odd, doesn't it? Don't worry, I'm not going to come around and feel anybody. (laughs) This is about us feeling our emotions and crucially us allowing our emotions. Do you feel what your body and mind need you to feel or do your emotions scare you? Do you squash them down? Do they concern you? Are you used to regularly ignoring them? So we're going to talk today about the importance of just allowing what is happening and understanding it and not being afraid of it. Because our emotions, the things that we feel, and we say feel because we feel them in our body, don't we? Sometimes something makes us feel a little bit sick or like our stomach is tight. Sometimes we feel things in our chest you know, our breathing might get a little tight, our throat. Sometimes if I'm feeling panic, I can feel it in my throat. Um, We feel it in our neck and shoulders, the tension. Um, I bet now if you just check in with yourself, your jaw is tense or your or your ass, we hold our glutes tense, don't we? Is your ass clenched? You know, something is tight, your shoulders are up round your ears. This is all why we call it feelings, because we feel it in our body. But these feelings, our emotions, they are simply signposts. They are guides to what it is that we need. That is all that they are. And when we ignore those signposts, we're missing out because our body and mind are telling us what we need and what's going to help or enhance or encourage. And if we ignore that, it's not going to go well, is it? So this is, you know, something very important that I do try to get across to my clients, to my coaching clients. There's no way that we should feel, no matter what the circumstances You know, we see people going through really difficult, challenging times, and sometimes they make it more challenging for themselves by worrying about how they should feel, (laughs) which is crazy, really, because, as I say, our emotions are a guide to what we need. So the way that we should feel is whatever feeling alerts us to the needs that aren't being met. There's no right way to feel in any situation. And I think sometimes performative emotions that we see on social media, I mean, social media (laughs) causes all kinds of problems, doesn't it? That's a whole other podcast. But the performative emotions we see sometimes perpetuate the idea of these shoulds. What do I mean by performative? So 
If something happens on a national level, we will see lots of people posting about a certain emotion. You know, everybody is delighted about this or everybody is devastated about this or everybody is angry about this. And some of those people will genuinely feel that way. Other people are taking their cues and are going, oh, right, okay, we, uh, we're supposed to feel sad about this. Right, I'll post about how sad I am. And this perpetuates the idea that there is an acceptable, there is a correct emotion. And if you're not feeling that way, there's something wrong. And it can be very isolating. And I know we saw that so much during the pandemic, you know, If you were with a group of people who felt a certain way and you felt differently, that was very isolating. It could make you feel as though you didn't belong, as though your feelings weren't valid, they weren't seen. Very difficult. And it doesn't help us because, as I say, it's all just guides. It's not the end result. It's not, okay. now I'm feeling sad. I have achieved sad. That's not the point. The point is that it's a guide to what we need. Let me explain a little bit about something I've been doing recently to process out my emotions. It just, it again, it's not the right way. <laughs> it just might be of interest to see how sometimes these things can play out. Um, if you read my blog of the 22nd of April, you will see that my family has been through um, some big changes not necessarily bad, not necessarily good, but definitely big. (laughs) And I say not necessarily bad or good because I'm still processing them. There's definite positives, there's been definite challenges, but I'm still processing it. And how have I been doing that? So initially, um, I was really listening to what it was I needed and expressing what I needed And fortunately, I have people around me who are willing to help me with what I needed. But then we moved more into the long term processing of stuff. You know, when something's happened and you have your initial reaction and then everything's okay, And that's the point at which it can be very tempting to go, well, that's done now. Let's just crack on. Now, I'm not a big fan of that because I think that leaves a lot of stuff unsorted. And what has happened to me is that there was a box in the back of my mental cupboard labelled marriage. (laughs) It had a lot of stuff in it from my marriage. And that box has now been tipped out all over the mental carpet. There's stuff everywhere. (laughs) And I've been sifting through it. And how have I been doing that? Because, of course, that's going to bring up a lot. You know, anything that, you know, a marriage, a childhood, a parenting experience, anything that covers years of time, it's going to take some time to process. So what have I been doing? I have been journaling for five minutes every day, just five minutes, nothing too intense, specifically about my marriage, literally just whatever comes up, write it down, five minutes, timer goes off and I'm done. Now, that's great because that gets some stuff out, but of course it brings some stuff up. So then I have been doing another, you know, I love a little list. I'm that kind of personality, you know, I love a list, I love a system. I've been doing seven other little five minute stints of of little processing tools, nothing to do with the marriage, nothing to do with anything I've written in the journal, but I have been just for five minutes singing, dancing, laughing, which is watching a bit of comedy on YouTube, 
being creative, which for me has been a lot of mindful coloring, breathing, doing a little candle meditation. Um, what else have I been doing? Oh, giving myself a scalp massage. If you've never tried that, it's actually really nice. Um, I can't figure out if that's seven. <laughs> I need, I should have had the list in front of me of the things that I've been doing. But basically, I've just been doing those things whenever they fit into the day. And I know that that is helping my subconscious to process out what I have stirred up. So gradually, gradually, I'm going to process through the whole thing. And that is what my emotions from the last few weeks have been telling me that I needed. And I'm listening because I've been doing this stuff for a while. <laughs> we don't need to be scared of our emotions. We, we just need to be mindful of our behaviours towards others. You know, so if we're irritable, that's okay. And it's okay to express that, you know, it's okay to stand in our kitchen and go, oh, for God's sake. But, you know, we need to be mindful if we do that, like at our children, <laughs> or if we throw a plate at our partner, <laughs> you know, that's the stuff we need to be mindful of. The expression, the behavior towards others, the actual feelings are fine. All feelings are fine. I cannot express this enough. And of course, allowing our emotions and showing that all feelings are acceptable helps others in our lives to do the same, which can then be so healthy for everybody, for the household, for the family, for the friendship group, for the community, because then nobody is squashing down their stuff. So as I've been processing my stuff out, I haven't been making a big fuss of it to the children, but they know that I'm doing some things that help because one day they're going to need to do the same, I'm sure. So our mindset block for this episode is good and bad emotions, right and wrong emotions. Anger is the one, isn't it? Especially for women. Yes, Helen, yes, I will feel my emotions. Not anger though, that one's not acceptable, is it? Yes, it is. There's a lot to be angry about. <laughs> And what happens to women especially, although I'm sure men have experienced this too, we feel anger, we don't feel like it's an emotion we're allowed, so we turn it inwards and it becomes self-loathing instead of us processing it out in a healthy way. Anything except sadness when we're grieving. People think that grief and sadness, or, or not even sadness, tears. People think that tears are grief. No, no, no. Grief is an absolute bastard mashup of so many emotions. Fear is a big percentage of grief and fear creates all kinds of stuff, anger amongst them. Grief is a really complicated experience of emotions and anyone who thinks that the only acceptable way to grieve is to cry, no, 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 no. Maybe you've never been through it because that ain't grief, not in its entirety. So when people say, um, I feel this way, is that weird? I feel this way, is that mad? This is going to sound awful, but, you know, I hate that phrase. This is going to sound awful, but no, it won't. You're just expressing something that needs to come out. No, it's not weird. No, it's not wrong. Most of the time when people say to me, this is going to sound weird, but I tend to stop them and say, no, it isn't. 
and I don't even care what you're about to say. (laughs) It just won't because there is never anything weird, mad, wrong or awful about anything we feel. It's a signpost. It might feel strange, it might feel unusual, it might feel unexpected, but it's just a signpost. So what do we do when these emotions arise? Instead of squashing them or feeling guilty about them or ignoring them or whatever we usually do, let's start with feel it and observe. (sighs) Oh, I can feel the irritation rising. Oh my goodness. You know, here I am. It's family Christmas. It's supposed to be joyful and magical and I'm feeling irritated. I mean, no bloody surprise. Family Christmas but you know what I mean. We should feel a certain way, but we feel something else coming up. So feel it, observe it, name it. So instead of, oh, I don't want to really look at that. Wow, I'm feeling irritated. Ooh, that is that is the name, irritation. Just as an aside, um, the Brene Brown book, Atlas of the Heart, that again that's a whole other conversation but if you need some names for your emotions other than sad mad or happy that's the book but anyway I digress so name it and then allow it so I'm feeling irritated I'm going to allow that I'm going to allow that and you can express it, but as I say, it's about being mindful of how you express it to others. So when we squash things, we end up snapping. And oh God, I'd snapped at so-and-so. Yeah, that's because you were trying to squash it. Go into another room, go into the bathroom, clench your fists and shake them at the sky. You know, probably you can't make noise around other people, but you might be able to go into a bedroom and hit a pillow. You know, do something. Allow it it's happening. And then we've allowed it. There it is. There's the irritation right there. Oh, it's right there. So what's the need? What is it I need? I need Uncle Bob to stop being racist for just two minutes would be nice. (laughs) What is it? What's the need? Obviously, we can't control other people. So, okay, the need is I need to get some fresh air. I'm going to go for a quick walk around the block. Can't use the excuse of going to buy milk on Christmas Day because the shops are shut, but you know what I mean. Yeah, the need. I need to just go for a quick walk. I'm just going to take the dog out. I think one of the children needs a bit of fresh air. (laughs) Meet that need, okay? The irritation was just a signpost that you need a break. So let's practice saying how we feel and what needs to happen. Now, we can't say that straight away. You know, when we feel the irritation rise, we don't know what the need is. We need to allow it and then think about it. But once we've got it sorted in our heads, let's practice saying it to the people we know who can hear it and receive it. So I feel angry because I need to have my perspective heard. I feel scared because this is a big change. I can't really find the joy until I've processed the grief. Just a few examples that that came to mind as I was thinking about this episode. But, you know, something can happen and yeah, it could be wonderful, but you still feel angry because you don't feel your perspective has been heard. Or you're moving house and it's so exciting But you need to express the fact that you're scared because change is scary. Or, 
you know, your sister has had a baby, but you can't really find the joy until you've processed the grief that your birth was a shit show. Let's name it and express the need instead of saying, I feel awful because I feel bad about this or this is making me angry or I should feel this way and squash, 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 squash. Turns out that's a difficult word to say three times in a row. (laughs) So what is happening? Feel it, observe it, name it. What needs to happen? What is this signposting to? What flag is this waving? What sign is this holding up? I need this. Remember all your processing tools, all the different things we talked about in series two of the podcast, different tools we can use, all the ones you know yourself. And as I mentioned briefly in this podcast, you know, just a little bit, a little bit of colouring, a little bit of breathing, a little bit of yoga, a little bit of dancing around. doesn't have to be a lot. What are your little tools? And then look yourself in the eye, in the mirror, and say, I feel you. Let's practice allowing ourselves to feel. Until next time, be excessively kind to yourself, no matter what you are feeling. And let's squeeze every last drop of joy out of life. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Did you know that my first book is now available to purchase online? Check out the show notes for details of how to get your hands on a copy. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you would like to work with me one-to-one or follow more of my content, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.